A blessed July to all in Payne County, Oklahoma. Welcome to the Pastors of Payne. Yeah, we promised you last week. It wasn't really a promise, but we talked well, to last talk week shorter? that we might whoa, whoa. Uh, we might whoa, go whoa. down the road of a particular apologetic question. Oh wait, wait, wait! That we will Are get there to, aliens on the moon? To, yes. Is the moon made is out there, of cheese? Is is, is that not apologetic? <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna we have a very important question to ask, which we will ask in just a minute. But first, Ooh. I just want to thank everyone for joining us. I'm Father Brian O'Brien. I'm Father the pastor of St. Francis Here. Xavier Catholic Church in in Stillwater, Oklahoma, 711 North Country Club. Mm-hmm. Check us out on the web sfxstillwater.org. Uh, we also have uh, a Facebook account. We also have an Instagram account. We have Whoa. a Spanish Facebook account, Whoa. and of course, don't forget the Twitters. The Twitters. We're there. We're oh. there. Um, and I'm joined uh, by uh, my podcasting partner and uh, co-host and fellow pastor, Father Kerry Wakulich. Not an associate pastor like those other no. knuckleheads. <sighs> yep. Weak sauce Here, Father Kerry Wakulich, uh, pastor at St. John Catholic Student Center. Uh, for you all college students who are coming to college this uh, Let's go. In, in a month from now? Whoa. Less than a month. No, uh, something like that. Oh, it's yeah. kind of frightening. It's yeah. kind of frightening. It's starting yeah. back up. Uh, you can uh, find all the stuff on Catholic Pokes, uh, buildingsaints.com, the website. Catholicpokes.org.com. Buildingsaints.com. Oh, building saints. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh, on social media, Catholic Pokes. Uh, and you can find all sorts of really cool stuff there of what's going on for Welcome Week. Uh, mass times, different events and meals, uh, how we, how you get back and forth to Sunday mass, where Sunday mass is currently and where it will be. And yeah, so they're building, there's a little building project going mm-hmm, on. Just mm-hmm. a small, just, just, a, just, just, just a, a small little hole in the ground. The, uh, the claim that everybody says immediately when they walk into our kitchen is, oh my gosh, I love the backsplash in the rectory. In our rectory, St. Joseph Terror, women love the backsplash. Yeah, I love the backsplash here. Uh, when men I don't get, say anything. About when I get backsplash. comments about the church, New St. John, they say it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and they said, "What did you want me to build a dinky church next to a football stadium?" No, a dinky church. That's funny. Yeah, I'm not going to build a dinky church next to a football. If, so if you're in Stillwater, if you uh, if yeah, go go by, drive by. Uh, if you're, you can find find the football stadium, and then uh, there'll be a building under construction next to the football stadium. That's the new St. John's. It's not blue, by the way. Uh, no, people it's, currently, it's currently yeah, it's currently getting getting blue, a little purple. Yeah, um, but it's going to be lime brick, green, beautiful brick. Yeah, is it the same brick as OSU? So OSU OSU has three brick concepts. So they have Edmund Lowe Library brick, Boone Pick and Stadium brick. And then the older buildings, which are the ROTC and the fire station brick, uh, and like Old Central, is that uh, Old Central is actually a fourth brick, oh. but that's that's actually a, a quarried stone. So oh. there's three major brick styles, and it was somewhere in the high where they solidified the building brick color, and then the athletic facilities are this new brick style. So ours is the brick color of St. Ambrose and Milan. So we went and we a fifth brick color. Yeah, so we went and snapped a picture of it and got and then ran it through some brick companies and they're like this is what it is right here. Interestingly or interesting, it's very similar to ROTC and the fire station. Oh, I think that, yeah, that I think one of the cool things, you know, so I mean, so so St. the new St. John's building is not on the OSU campus, right? 
the Catholic the Catholic Church owns the land. Yeah, but it's obviously right right next to. Uh-huh. And so I've heard a number of people say um, just how cool it's going to be that it'll, it'll look like. I mean, it's not an OSU building, but you also didn't. It's not going to be this major contrast. No, no. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, you could have built some sort of Spanish, ugly, ugly modern monstrosity yeah. to like stand out, you know. But like, it, I mean, it's obviously going to stand out. Mm-hmm. It's going to look different than other buildings. Oh, that's very cool. And yeah. when, like, people are asking me, like, when? Don't ask. When? Okay, I won't. <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I'm just going to ask that every episode. Okay, please do. Until, until, I get it, until I get answers. And my response will be increasingly more aggressive. <laughs> Today you just said no. Then next week you'll say no. No, no. And then you'll start throwing things. Okay. Um, I, but I anyway, life is good here. We're, we're rocking along, gearing up. For the year, um, let me just say a word to uh, anyone who's thinking about becoming Catholic or has questions about the church. Give us a shout because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. kind of gearing up uh, yep. Catholicism 101, uh, also known as RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation of Adults. Yep. Um, anyway, if you if you're out there and you're not Catholic, and, and you got you, questions, or you're Catholic and you've been away, or if you're Catholic, maybe you haven't never been received the sacrament of confirmation. Give us a shout. Uh, and let's talk because yep. we can we can hook you up um, in English and in Spanish. Oh yeah. Ooh. Okay. So uh, Father Kerry and I, we have over the years we have talked about um, our own families. Mm-hmm. Um, so Father Kerry and I, we both have uh, we have moms and we have dads. Oh yes. Shout out Marty and Peggy. Shout out John and Jenny. Um, and our parents are awesome. They are uh, wonderful and good and faithful people. We also have. Brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So I am uh, the youngest of five. My oldest brother, Marty, lives out in California. My sister, Carrie, lives... My brother, Great oldest name. brother, Marty, lives... He lives in Northern California. My sister, Carrie, lives in SoCal, Southern California. Okay. My brother, Andy, lives in Pennsylvania. What? Oh. And my sister, Megan, lives in Houston, Houston. Texas. So we are five kids, four states... Um, they are my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have? Yeah, my uh, my sister lives in the Cape Girardeau, oh. southeastern Missouri, it's also little, known as Cape Girardeau. I was just in that, in the diocese. Oh, there. yeah, for Springfield. For you saw Bishop stu- Rice. For the Steubenville Youth Conference. Bishop Rice, good, good dude. Yep. Good dude. Yep. Uh, so my sister and her family live in Cape Girardeau, or Cape Girardeau, however you say it. And uh, my brother lives, and his wife and son, who his son's going to be a freshman <laughs> here this year, uh, just live. Your uh, nephew is going to be one of your parishioners. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh, just a couple blocks away from my parents. My parents live over in East Tulsa near 31st and 129th. Yeah, so we have families. So we yeah. have brothers and sisters, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe you do too. Maybe you're an only child. Maybe you have Maybe you have brothers and sisters. Where are you going with this? Um, so we... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we said last time... So we sometimes we get, uh, we get listener uh, feedback... Requests. Um, so we have parishioner, yeah, who either say, "Gosh, you guys should do a show about this," and we kind of, I kind of have an unofficial list. I have this, I have this folder I'm looking at right now. It's called podcast, and what? it is a random assortment of ra- of junk. Notes. And what's There's going like on some in there? Writing on napkins, a uh, bunch of printouts of just possible uh, topics. Well, we got a recent request that I think I'm surprised we haven't done it already. We haven't, um, but we have not covered this topic yet and the question is this yes 
or no? Did Jesus have brothers and sisters? No. All right. Thanks Done. for joining okay, us, everyone. 17 more minutes to go. Good. Okay, well. <laughs> Good talk. Good talk. <laughs> the answer is um, no. So this is a it's, a, it's a very interesting question, and it's one that has been, really was not hotly debated for 1,500 years. Well, I guess it, um, like in the early church, they had to really kind of, I think. Yeah, it, it's, it was not really a source of controversy yeah. for uh, 1,600 years or so. People who saw it firsthand? Yeah. So, but 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 lately it has, and so if you run into different, I mean, if you just Google, did Jesus have brothers and sisters, right? You're going to come up with all kinds of different videos from different from different perspectives. Um, we are of the opinion, as you might expect, that uh, the Catholic Church has spoken on this subject. Uh, we have a lot to say about it, and we're right. <laughs> So, you know, we got that going for us. Okay, so uh, Father Kerry, um, let, let's talk it through. You say, you say to the question, did Jesus have brothers and sisters? You're saying no. Correct. Why do you say that? Uh, okay, well, I have, th- I have th- three kind of responses. I have more responses to it than this. I think, one, uh, that it is a, I think, a poor language translation in the English uh, and a lack of the Bible underst- was written in English. Uh, that's right. If English was. was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. It was translated into English in the 1500s. So we do, we do have that. I think it's it, it from what it seems is that it's just a poor understanding of how the language works. And I think this is this is it. How the language works with the culture, because I can use the words in Spanish. As I did with Father Samuel Perez, my first pastor, I would say, wow, these are all your godsons? And he would say, well, no, it's just a word we use to like tell us about how family is in Spanish. Padrinos. Pa- ah, this is my padrino. This is my padrino. I was like, whoa, the, like you're the godfather? He's like, no, well, I'm just using. So I think the word cousins and Brothers and sisters, because there is a unification of the family so closely knit that the language in the English doesn't translate both the word and the culture behind it. So, so the I, word is Ad- Adelphos. Yes. So that can be— Like Philadelphia. Yeah, the city of brotherly love, uh-huh. Philadelphia, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that can mean—it can mean— Brothers. Bro- like, like, yeah, blood— Brothers and brothers, sisters. Or as some put it, uterine, uterine brothers, like we've shared. That's, I think that's a weird way to say it. A uterine? I mean, I read that. I oh, read we that shared uteruses? Like we shared a uterus. Like what? Okay, that's a weird, like, hello, my, good, good morning. I, when I was on vacation, I said to my, good morning, my uterine brother. No. Um, so, like, biological. I saw that written. I was reading about this this week, and I was like, that is the weirdest way to to put it. Anyway, okay. um, so it can mean it can mean biological brother, but then I mean we use the term all the time. You know, what's up, brother? How you do? You know, like yeah, you know, Randy Macho Man Savage. You know, like oh brother. You know, uh, oh it's Hulk Hogan. Dang it! Dang I'm it, glad dang Jay it. is back in I'm the so DJ sorry. booth. I'm here. My WWE all messed up. Um, <laughs> And so it can mean like an extended relative, so kind of a cousin. That was to, yeah. like to your to your point. But then even like a spiritual, you know, spiritual. Yeah, the, the brother. brothers and sisters relationship of that. So because it says in English, and and Jesus's brothers and sisters were there, 
So this is Mark, Mark, Mark chapter six. Is is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon, and are his sisters here with us? Yes, and so my my second point to that language. Do you have anything you want to add no, no, to the language? No, no, my please, second point please. to that language is we know the people in the Bible. What do you mean? When it says like, when it, especially like on the cross, there's Mary, and it says the wife of Clophis, right? Yep. And then in, in the Gospel of Luke, they're walking away from the city of Jerusalem, and it says Clophus was walking. Well, who's he walking with? Well, we already know that Clophus is an uncommon name. And so we have oh. this. We know the people in the scriptures. We know who James and John's parents are, the sons of Boaz. Like we, the sons of Thunder, ne- uh, Negrobolus or something like that. We know who these people are related to. You know, like Judas Iscariot. Uh, Peter, uh, Peter's last name, uh, Peter is what? What's his name? Simon. Simon Peter. Yeah. But um, son. Son of. Go look it up. What is it? No, I'm not going to tell you now. Son of John. Simon, no. son of John. Yeah. So all, if you do go you love to me? Jonah, Simon, son of Jonah. Jonah. Yeah. Do you love me? Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. we know that oh, all these names okay. of these families and we know how they're all connected to one another. And as you go and sit down and actually give an honest research of the scriptures, you find that Joseph and Mary don't have any more kids. They have one. And if you, yeah, they have may one. I read? May I read from the catechism? Go ahead. This is a catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 501. And it says this, Jesus is Mary's only son. Okay. But her spiritual motherhood extends to all men whom indeed he came to save. Uh, And this comes from uh, little John 19, Romans 8, Revelation 12. The son whom she brought forth is he whom God placed as the firstborn among many brethren, that is the faithful, in whose generation and formulation she cooperates with a mother's love. So so there's one, um, so Jesus, many, many times Jesus is called son of Mary, but no, but nobody else, nobody else in Scripture gets that distinction. Okay. So I think so. That's a, a, so no, no one is that. No one else is ever called. Um, so even like the brothers, when it says like Jesus's brothers and sisters were there, none of them are called like children of Mary. Mm. So that d- doesn't, in and of itself, as a one point, sort of prove it. It's just more we're just sort of piling on. But what's cool about that is that it makes a direct reference to the book, uh, the Book of Kings. Whenever the the mother is listed, so is the king. Oh yeah, there's that that joining there. And yeah. who is Jesus? He's not just some random dude. He's the new king He's of the, the king. line of David, yeah. as we know from Matthew's gospel, and we know from his entry into Jerusalem yeah. on Palm Sunday. Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Oh. So we already have that whole rich connection from the from the gospels that Jesus is a king, and that Mary is a queen. Yeah. And it's not according to the manner that we do with modern kings and queens, which we already talked about this now, but according to the manner of the line of David, and you have to go back and read that from like Solomon and Bathsheba, like how those names are listed with the king with his queen mother. Yeah. So I think people just don't know the scriptures, and so they they get this idea that— Because uh, it says brothers. Yeah, because it says brothers, and yeah. then they take things literally without— going in and doing their own research. There's also a line, it's in Genesis Genesis 13, um, where a- Abraham and Lot are referred to as as brothers. And oh, but they they're were, not. They were uncle 
a nephew, uncle to nephew, but huh. referred to as brother. So there's other places in scripture where brothers is used and not meant to be biological, but rather family, family, but not, um, yeah, but not biological brothers. And then there's one uh, kind of interesting one. Uh, so St. Paul uh, for, is 1 Corinthians 15, and he said, Jesus appeared to more than 500 brothers at the same time. Whoa, Mary had 500 sons? Right, so if you go, I mean, if you keep going down that <laughs> road, because it says brothers, they must be biological brothers, then, yeah, Mary gave birth to 500. Whoa, that's mm-hmm. a lot. That's mm-hmm. a lot of that's kids. That's a lot. Yeah. I thought my family was big. Would so. you use the word interuterian? Uterine. Uterine. Brothers. Okay. What well, what do you got over there? So anyway, that's so that's a, I mean that's just yeah, that's a good that's a good okay. one. And then so you were kind of getting into like the 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 other there's this other woman named Mary. Mary, the wife of Clophus. Right. And then Mary of Magda. Right. It's like Mary was a popular name back then. Moriah, the sister of Moses. So he says, uh this is uh what is it, Matthew? It says there were also many women there looking on from afar who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him, among who were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph. Yeah, so we know these and people. And the mother of the sons of Zebedee. Yeah. Yeah. We know these people. That's interesting. We know their name. We can, if you just spend a little bit of time, you can parse out the uh, the uh, family trees of all these people. So when you get how into, especially, so when we talk about Mary, uh, one of the dogmas of the Catholic Church about the Blessed Virgin Mary is that she was a perpetual virgin. Oh, yeah. You know how I remember um, that? How? There's a song that goes, Istanbul, it's Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, it's Constantinople. But they might be giants? Yeah, they might be what giants. What does that have to do with the perpetual That's the perpetual virginity, virginity of the Blessed Virgin Mary of the, of the Council of Constantinople. Oh. Oh, I never made that connection. Well, yeah, because I just, I just made it they up. They might just be giants. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yes. As soon as you said Was it. that at the Council of Constantinople where the, that was proclaimed? Uh, the, yeah, with the name perpetual. It's a, oh. it's a Greek word. It's I forget the w- Greek word, but it's the Council of Constantinople that she is um, the perpetual virgin. Oh. So if you want more on that, the, the Catechism, uh, paragraphs 499 through 507, you'll find some things about 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 why that's important that Mary Mary being a perpetual virgin is not a is not incidental um it's actually a, a very important dogma so so much so that we've proclaimed it as a dogma yeah well so tell us Father O'Brien why is it an important dogma I mean you want to oh I want you to that? crack up that catechism and give me one nugget why it's an important dogma well I'll I'll simply say this. Um, so if you read, for example, uh, John Paul II's Theology of the Body, um, Mar- so Mary Mary lived on earth. Mary was flesh and blood woman. Uh-huh. Um, but but Mary, living without sin, that's another dogma, that she was Immaculate. conceived without sin and lived her whole life without sin. She is, she is living, She was living on earth and showing us what heaven is like. And so... In heaven, and I know this, this will come. This perhaps will come as a great disappointment for people. Um, but there's no sex in heaven. What? What about our hormonally charged I know, world? I know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with yourself all day? You'll be okay. You'll, in um, heaven, in heaven, you'll be okay. Right. So, 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 sex. The sexual embrace of a of a married couple is not um, is not. Is not in heaven. There's not a marriage nor giving in marriage in heaven. Right. So well, okay. Mary is showing us on this earth both what it is to be an earthly disciple 
and what it is to giving us a foretaste of heaven. So she and Joseph were married, uh-huh. but they 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 lit their their marriage was one of um, what's the word is it con- consonant chaste. yeah chaste, and so in in their case, um, they did not engage in intercourse. Um, and I've heard it expressed, Christopher West, who has a lot of good like videos and stuff on Theology of the Body, and you might check him out. Uh, he said it wasn't, it was Mary, like why didn't they? Like if they were a married couple. And so it was Mary kind of pulling Joseph along, like come come to heaven with me Leading while him. we're here, while we're here on earth. Huh. I thought that was pretty, I thought that was kind of. Let's was, journey to heaven together. Cool. Yeah. Yep. And let me We're tell gonna, you about it. Let's show people what heaven is like now. Um, that it's not heaven is not about physical pleasure. Yes. Um, okay. It's it's not. Um it's 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 spiritual. It's 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 perfection, but it it has nothing to do with yeah, as you said, kind of our hormones. Like, oh, when I get to heaven, like all my physical needs will be met. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, but you're not you're not gonna be i don't know kind of sexual attraction in heaven i mean everything will be beautiful and perfect and wonderful um, i believe it yeah I anyway believe. so that's so that's a so that anyway that's a that's a big part um i think the other important part of 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 when we make this argument that jesus did not have um brothers and sisters is it really was like the consensus of the early church yes for a really long time um, and so we have documents going back to the to the kind of mid mid second century, um, speaking of Mary as a consecrated virgin from her youth, speaking of Joseph as uh, you know an elderly uh, widower who chose to be Mary's spouse to to guard and and respect her. But we have let me give you let me give you three quotes. This is um, Athanasius of Alexandria. Oh, I like that guy. Uh, fourth century, so three kind of three sixty. Therefore, let those. Oh my. Let those who deny that the Son is from the Father by nature and proper to his essence deny also that he took true human f- that he took true human flesh of Mary ever virgin. Um that's wow. They, his, they, they, from his discourse against the Arians. But the the, uh, the word there is what? At the end it says what kind of virgin? Ever. Ever virgin. Ever virgin. Perpetual. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what that's yeah. what Constantinople, and I think even the Lateran Council after that, uh, the Lateran, not, not Lateran Council, the Lateran Synod, really emphasized on that of she was a, a virgin before, during, and after. Yep. Like this is this is not a um, a breaking of yep. of. Well, I I use the word breaking, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> I get you. I get you. So here's Saint Jerome. Uh, this is late late fourth century. Okay. You say that Mary did not continue a virgin. I claim still more that Joseph himself, on account of Mary, was a virgin, so that from a virgin wedlock, a virgin son was born. So that's early, late, wow. late fourth century. And then finally, Pope Leo, Pope St. Leo I, the origin is different, but the nature alike, not by intercourse with man, but by the power of God was it brought about. For a virgin conceived, a virgin bore, and a virgin she remained. Okay. Pope Saint Leo, from four fifty. So it, there was there was this consensus in the early church 
that sort of two things we hold we're holding here that Mary is perpetually a virgin and then therefore Jesus did not have siblings brothers and sisters yeah yeah but he had you know he had, he obviously had cousins he had grandparents um, Joachim and Am we celebrate July you know July 26th um and so uh, you know I think in, in kind of a larger issue you know it comes down to kind of Teaching authority, you know, so you, you you'll run into if you Google this, you'll run into videos of of different pastors, basically saying the Catholic claim is wrong, um, that Jesus did have brothers and sisters, and he had this many, and they these are their names, and um, there's all kind of stuff. But ultimately, it comes down. I mean, it beca- it becomes kind of a thing a thing about teaching authority. Who has the authority to interpret scripture? Um, and we we would say that the Catholic the Catholic Church does. Um, because the the Bible is inherently a Catholic book, yeah, um, and it, it needs so the church. To, to yeah, which, you know which came which came first, the Church or the Bible? Um, the church, the church, the church, and, and and the Bible came from the church and is therefore like a, a church, a church book, a church document. Um, so anyway, so it gets it, this this question as controversial as it is um, is not incidental. Um, it's a it's a very important question, which is why. We are talking about it. I have my hand raised our, over here on our very have, important and poorly listened to podcast. <laughs> I have my hand Father raised. Father Kerry, go ahead. I have my hand raised. Father Kerry has his hand up. Okay. Okay. Why do? Why, why is there is an insistence that Jesus have siblings? Yeah. What's the like? What's the? Well, I think I, okay, I think I think some of it comes from, and I'm projecting a little bit here. Okay. Go ahead. But I think it comes from some churches. Uh, religious groups, denominations, want, yeah, wanting to kind of knock Mary down. But why would you do that? Uh, yeah, I, I think you? because they yeah. think again. I'm projecting here, but the, I, my sense is they think that Catholics overemphasize the importance of Mary. Okay, uh, well, that okay. to talk about Mary so much is to sort of downplay the importance of Jesus. And so here's a way that we can kind of make a knock at. If Catholics say they're, you know, if they have a dogma, a defined dogma, which means that Catholics are to hold it and believe it, mm-hmm. if we can like knock that out and show that she wasn't perpetually a virgin, so if we can knock out that dogma, then lots of the other dogmas Just will, cr- will fall because they've they've proclaimed this to be true, and obviously it's not. Okay, if because he has all these brothers and sisters. Because the scripture says, you know, Jesus and his brothers and his sisters were there. Uh, are are people busting on this because, um, because they don't have a proper understanding of how to read the scriptures? Oh, like, I mean, that's part, just, I think that's part of it. I mean, that's mo- that's I don't know. That seems to be most is there, people, but is there including a, just, a lot of Catholics? We, yeah, yeah. We're not. We're is there is there a direct? I mean, is there a direct a, sort of attack on Mary? It's like oh, we hate her. I don't think I don't think I mean I think a lot of you know these pastors like you see the videos that you see online I don't I don't think they hate Mary I think there's a respect there of like wow Mary is the mother of Jesus but they don't hold her as in high esteem yeah. as 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 we do yeah yeah um you know that we hold her to be a you know a, a powerful intercessor um we we emphasize Marian devotion, especially in the months of October and May, we 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 pray the Rosary. Mm-hmm. We have statues of her up oh, yeah. in our church. Um, we we hold her in very high 
regard. And Jesus above her. We call her the <laughs> Oh yeah, no for sure, for sure. But we call Mary like queen queen of heaven and earth. Um, you know, that's a big that's a big title. Yeah, because she's queen of the kingdom. The kingdom of of Jesus. Yeah. And the line of David. Okay, I, I guess I um I, I just that question of why would you want to do this? Like, what is the motivation to, and maybe people can answer this themselves as they're listening, as they're driving. What is the motivation to say that, like, Jesus had brothers and sisters? What, you know, Christopher West, you yeah, mentioned. Why is it so important? Christopher West, you mentioned about St. Joseph being old. He said, and he got it from Mother Angelica, there's no way Joseph is an old man. Because if you ask a 40-year-old man to walk a long walk and change his job, he's going to say no. But if you ask an 18, 19, 20-year-old guy to like, I want you to go on adventure, That's take funny. your wife and a donkey, I want you to go through badlands and cross deserts, they're like, okay, I've never done that before. I saw a hilarious t-shirt at the Steubenville conference, had a big a picture of Joseph, and it said, St. Joseph, the strong, silent type. <laughs> I almost bought. If I wore T-shirts, I would have bought it. Um, if they had a clerical shirt that had that on there, the I strong it. silent. I, would, I totally would have. Bought it. Hey, maybe I, we get biker totally, gang jackets. Ooh, mm. come! They're called the apostles. That sounds like a college thing that you that you should do. The strong. All right, silent. we're gonna we're gonna break out of here. We appreciate you listening. Thanks. Pray for us as we begin the school year. Yeah. And oh my, lots going on. But we love you, and uh, we're praying for you. And we ask you to pray for us. Come visit us. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>